Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. We've been talking about how the hot weather affects us, but we don't generally talk about the hair and the scalp. Uh, Dr. Hernandi is on the line with us. Hi, doctor. Hey, Stu. Thank you for having me on. It is my pleasure. This is a, you know, we've done a lot of topics, but I've never really gotten into the topic of how the hot, hot weather affects our scalp and our hair, and you are a dermatologist. So maybe you can give us some tips and things we can do to... uh, stop some of the disadvantages of the hot weather. So what are some of the problems that we do have when it's hot like these days? Uh, That's a great question. I'm actually the, first of all, just to clarify, I'm not a dermatologist. I am a physician, but I am the GHLF Medical Affairs Director. Um, GHLF is basically a um, it stands for Global Healthy Living Foundation. We're a nonprofit based in New York, but um, all of our content is widely available online. Um, you can visit us at ghlf.org. Okay. But uh, to answer your question about mm-hmm. heat uh, and how it affects us, especially during the summer, um, it has several effects on our, uh, on our scalp, and it actually can exacerbate conditions, um, skin conditions like psoriasis or eczema. So, for one, sweat can disrupt the natural moisture balance of the scalp and hair that leads to dryness, um, itching, possible flaking. So, um, just think about someone with a skin condition like psoriasis or eczema. This just um, is exacerbated to the point where um, it's just an additional type of discomfort from the production of sweat as it can irritate the skin. Um, one other thing, uh, we all know that sunlight has some benefits like uh, much needed vitamin D, but it also has a downside if protective measures aren't taken. So excessive sun exposure uh, leads to sunburns on the scalp, which is also a risk factor for skin cancer. We hear the word psoriasis a lot. Is that something that people are uh, born with genetically or can develop uh, at any age? Usually um, you develop it throughout uh, later on um, in life. It's a chronic autoimmune condition. So it results from overproduction of skin cells. That's all it is, overproduction of skin cells. Uh, This can happen on the scalp, which is scalp psoriasis, and... The exact cause of it is actually not really understood yet, but it's believed to be related to your immune system, uh, an issue with your T cells and other white blood cells called neutrophils in your body. So, uh, Dr. Wearing a Hat, uh, is that as helpful as we think it is, uh, wearing a hat all the time? It's a double-edged sword, right? Um, And it goes back to the issues with the extreme heat. So the sweat, um, sweat is accumulated if you're wearing a hat on your scalp. So that causes an issue. And if you don't wear a hat, um, you potentially can also have issues due to, uh, due to not having protective measures mm-hmm. um, on your head. So it's, it's, it's a balancing act, unfortunately, um, especially in uh, extreme heat like the one we're facing right now, um, 
being mindful of, of these things and trying to mitigate them by minimizing the time that you're outside um, is of benefit. You said many millions of people are diagnosed with uh, eczema. Is that primarily something from the heat and the sun? Um, it's not. So eczema is also a different type of disease. Uh, eczema can also present throughout your life. Sometimes it's present um, in newborns, and sometimes it just develops. So eczema is also known as atopic dermatitis. And rather than a skin, a common skin condition uh, that can cause skin to become red, dry, and itchy, uh, it actually can come and go as flare as flare-ups. And um, that's usually the way that you can see it, or you can identify it. You have uh, a flare-up, and then there's a calm period to it. Um, identifying all of these different skin conditions is what we're trying to do uh, at GHLS and helping actually a stylist and barbers to do in order to provide a little bit more of, a, uh, of an informative view so that they could transfer that information over to their, to their clients. Uh, what we've seen is the relationship between a um, hairstylist or a barber and the client is so uh, valuable that if you train uh, stylists or, or barbers um, with a type of sensitivity training um, for skin conditions, they can, they can be very, very helpful in leading the client or educating the client on ways to treat, treat it and also um, what type of specialist to see. Um, that's what we're trying to do with this new project called the, the Heroes Project, and you can find more information about that on ghlf.org. This is very important. We don't talk about the subject very much, but what about, uh, the, can you explain alopecia? Sure. So alopecia is losing hair, right? I think everybody knows uh, or has heard of alopecia before. Oh, I have, certainly. <laughs> yeah. Right. So... Uh, I don't know if, I mean, uh, <laughs> there's different types of losing hair. No, I understand, um, yes. <laughs> but a generalized loss of hair or a loss of hair in patches um, can be due to alopecia. It can be uh, an array of, of different causes. Uh, it can be um, because of just your genes, your, the predisposition of, of uh, your genetic makeup. That's me, that, yeah. That causes this. Um, to an autoimmune condition. So um, one common type is alopecia areata, which is an autoimmune disorder, and it causes unpredictable hair loss, often in small round patches on the scalp or other locations on the body. So this is one of the things that we also um, do within the HEROES uh, program at um, our organization, where we, we help the hairstylist or the barber identify these types of, of markers in order to give the best type of information to their clients. So these, uh, doctor, are all made worse by if you're out in the hot sun, um, you have more chance that you're going to have more se severe cases of it or start it to begin with? It's, I, I mean, 
I don't like to give just a generalized answer to mm-hmm. something like that because obviously we're all individuals and we all uh, it's it's um, based on many many factors. But if we can just think of it pragmatically, where if you have exposed skin or if you have skin that is already irritated, um, the sun can definitely be um, a factor that exacerbates whatever is happening or can cause even more damage. So as you know better than I do, there, there are a zillion products that are being sold. Uh, this protects your hair. This makes your hair glossy. This makes your hair less dry. And um, what are some of the things that are recommended? That is a very good question. Um, I could give a few very basic um, examples of the things that you can do, but obviously it's it's very, it's disease-specific or it's just case-specific, right? So um, just generalized examples of scalp health. Um, It's obviously very important to clean your skin scalp regularly with a gentle moisturizing shampoo, uh, excessive oil, and um, residue from different products that you put on your scalp or on your hair can potentially lead to irritation or more severe conditions of um, dermatitis. Um, Secondly, avoiding harsh chemicals or irritants that might agitate your skin. So look for the shampoos and conditioners that are free of sulfates and alcohols, which can dry the scalp. Um, hydration is very, very important, especially for scalp health. So drinking plenty of water can assist your body in regulating healthy skin and scalp. And it's also important to keep your scalp hydrated locally by using light, non-comedogenic oils or mm-hmm. leave-in conditioners. So comedogenic is basically... Uh, pore blockers, so non-comedogenic oils is what's what's, uh, a value. I would assume that a lot of the hairdressers uh, should know this, but um, you have availability so you can learn more about it. (laughs) Definitely. If you visit ghlf.org, the the exact site is ghlf.org slash heroes, H-E-R-O-E-S, but you can just go to ghlf.org for simplicity's sake, and you'll find the the program right in the in the the main page. Um, just a, a quick um, note uh, on our program: it's not only for it, it is geared for hairstylists and barbers, but we also have a section for a client. So anybody that's interested. In, in learning more about this, please visit our website, and um, we'd love to connect with you and, and talk more about it. So let me ask you uh, another thing, uh, and that is, uh, do some people wash their hair too much? Yes, definitely. And that can so be washing a... your hair too much mm-hmm. can dry your scalp, and that also can lead to, to the same type of skin irritation that we've, that mm. we've been speaking about. It's interesting. I don't think a lot of people realize that. Now, usually there, mm-hmm. there's the regular shampoo, and then there's the conditioner. Is it necessary to have both? Um, see, we're getting into the weeds here. I think we have to bring in a hairstylist. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but 
it just generally uh, it is important to have both uh, conditioners can be helpful but um, there are different factors that you have to take into consideration based on your skin type and your hair um, and your hair texture so there are many 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 things that you have to take into consideration so basically what you have your organization giving free advice out is that how it works definitely it's all free we mm-hmm. never ask um, funding or money from patients uh, or any any user that visits our site we're a nonprofit that is solely focused on education advocating for patients especially chronic illness patients and um, analyzing policy actually to figure out what is the best way to get these policymakers to um, to fight for chronic illnesses and accessibility. Well, that's great. Um, and we also do research. So, psoriasis, if, if you have it, I mean, will it go away sometimes and then come back, or is there something that's usually uh, treatable to get rid of it quickly? It is treatable, but it is a chronic illness. So it is uh, something that will be with you, Um for the rest of your life, but it is definitely treatable. Well, that's good to know. So, once again, uh, how can people uh, get more information on this? Just go to ghlf.org and um, click on the Heroes Project. There's a, a sign-up list there. There's more information. We have articles there. Uh, and if you have any questions, just reach out to us. There's a, there's a, a link there to to reach out to us, and we'd love to talk more about it. Okay, just one more question, and I, this may be going off the, the side too much, but Roatia, is that any connection to the sun in Roatia? So, Roatia... Roatia, okay. Yeah, is, uh, is another chronic skin condition, mm-hmm. and that usually uh, affects the face. Right. Yeah. So it's characterized by this redness, um, swelling, also can produce these small little pus-filled bumps. Um, it's not caused by by the sun. It's it's also a a chronic skin condition. So it's something that um, will will stay with you for the rest of your life. But it is treat treatable, and and the sun can exacerbate the issues with rosacea. Mm-hmm. It's very important to visit a, a dermatologist in order to get the, the proper treatment for this. You know, there's so many different suntan lotions out there. Uh, you know, usually we just put it on our face, and if we got lots of hair on top, we don't put it on our hair. Should we do that? Put it on your scalp, too? If you're bald, put it on your scalp. If you're, bald, if you're not yeah. bald, put on a hat. Okay. <laughs> I kind of thought might that might be it. Is there any um, last question? Is there is there any suntan lotion or degree of lotion that we should use uh, more than others? That's a good question. Um, I think as long as the, the SPF is high enough and um, it says broad spectrum sunscreen, um, I think you'll be good. Obviously. If you're reacting to one type of sunscreen, then stop mm-hmm. using it and try a different one, maybe a, a skin-sensitive one. But as long as the SPF is 30 or higher, 
um, you know, making sure that it's a broad spectrum sunscreen. That's something. Um, those are two things that you you should keep in mind when when shopping for sunscreen. Well, it's a pleasure to speak with you. I hope uh, people take advantage of uh, getting some free advice on that. You know, protect our skin because sometimes it can get a little overboard. I was reading here, even to the point of some things could lead to bleeding, and that's not a good thing. So uh, it's very important what you're doing. Thank you so much, Stu, for the opportunity to talk about this. And again, well, if anybody has any questions or if you'd like to be a part of this program, uh, visit us at ghlf.org. Have a great day. You too. Thank you, sir.